Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Purpose and Jai Conversations, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Tasha. And I'm Sam. We've been we've been MIA for a few months now. Um, so thank you for anybody who's still stuck around. Thank you for anybody who's new here and just thank you for tuning in. Um, I tried to think about what I was gonna say about why we've been away before we even pressed record. And I, there was so much that ran through my head, I couldn't even think of one thing to tell you guys, except for just life happened. Um, when is the last podcast that we recorded? I can't remember. I think it was like when I had that big audition, which was what, February? March? Okay. February. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. And I got, I got so sick for a couple months, you guys. I was struggling with um, vertigo. Oh, yeah. So what happened was, it wasn't just vertigo. What it was was is that, that... one after another. What it, what it was was is you kept going to the doctor and the doctor was not able to find the issue. And then the minute we switched the doctor... A few doctors. And we went, and we went to a good doctor, not the ones that are, you know, work in a certain part of LA, which was going to remain... It's not nameless. even that. It no, it's, no, it's not that. The truth is... Healthcare sucks in the United States of America. Yeah. And this is coming from somebody who's also lived in Canada. So I've experienced it elsewhere. But I would say I would say that the big overall thing about it is is that when you went to a doctor, it, healthcare does suck, uh, especially health insurance. But when it's, you go to doctors in certain areas, you're going to get a certain level of treatment that you're not going to get when you go to no, better it's, areas. It's not. You, it's hard to find doctors who even care, who genuinely care That's about true. their patients. That's because, true. and I get it, right? The last <clears throat> few years have probably been so draining, and I have so much respect for people that work in the medical field because they were also thrust into this unknown pandemic originally, not knowing what's going on, having to take in people, not being able to fix, and everything was put on them. So that aspect, like I totally get. But, you know, oftentimes, too, people forget why they got into a certain field in the first place, you know? And I, like, recently, I just have to say, so fortunate, both Sam and I, that we came across a doctor that we both had actually seen randomly, like, last year when we were We came with. across a doctor who gives a shit. That's what happened. He's we, came just, across, we came across a doctor who actually cares. So, anyways, he was able to diagnose on the spot after a few months that I had not one, but two ear infections. And they were pretty severe and um, got me on medication right away. It took a while to clear up. No idea how I even how I even got them, to be honest with you guys, yeah. because he asked, do you guys have kids at home? This is a common occurrence for people who have kids because kids constantly get ear infections. We obviously don't have kids, don't know how I got it. And then from there, I was having side effects from the medication a little bit, just really like, just lightheaded. And then from there, I had a sinus infection. So it's just been one thing after another and then, um, we were just starting to get back into the swing of things and get into a routine when last week our dog Birdie um, had an emergency and he had to be rushed into surgery. And all started Friday, came home, blood everywhere, rushed him to the vet. Also love his, can we just say, I love his vet. They care, they genuinely yeah. care. They're not just looking at us as dollar signs when we come through the door. Yeah. And then um, that was Friday. And by Saturday, Saturday, Saturday he had the surgery, and then he had a toe amputated. So um, it's been it's been a little a rough time on us. If I'm being honest, and I can't believe I'm still getting emotional over this. Um, he's like 11 now. Yeah. 
and then Sam dropped the bomb on me that the vet told him that he's actually like 90 something years old which is yeah. crazy because if you've ever been around us or you follow me on social he doesn't act like it no no he doesn't <laughs> but he but you know he's with us and I think oh, that that's, God. that's, that's the, the part the... that we that I'm happy about and that we yeah. celebrate you know obviously I'm not gonna lie it was traumatic yeah. uh, Friday even dealing with the news of it you know mm-hmm. um, I myself I cried because I, I thought I thought that Friday when they told us what had to be done, especially the type of x-rays they were taking and what they were looking for, I thought that by the time Saturday rolled around, we wouldn't have a dog anymore. And it was uh, it was very emotional on me as well, too. But um, thankfully for our, our dog, not only is he resilient, but he's, oh my gosh. Very, he's crazy. You guys, they so said... So he got the toe amputated yeah. and he's walking around like they, it never They tried happened. to tell us that, oh, he's going to have to relearn to walk. He's going to fall. He's going to lose his balance. We get... So they put a bandage around it. We go back on, I think, Tuesday or Monday morning, get the bandage off. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I literally had to turn to Sam and I said, can you... Hold a little extra space for me on Tuesday because it's gonna be really hard for me to see him like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I've had this dog since he was six months old. Like, he's sleeping he's, right now off camera. Yeah, he's he's probably like, why is she crying? But he did not miss a step. He walked like he didn't. He like didn't he never lost it. Yeah. And so, so, just, so it, and it was supposed to take him a, a month, a couple they months said it was to rehab. A months, and, and nothing. He, and he's trying to jump off stuff. He I mean, jumped on know. the bed the other day. I screamed because he still has stitches in. I was scared that he might hurt himself. He jumped off like nothing happened. Yeah, it's gonna take him two weeks to get the stitches out. Yeah. But you know, thankfully he, like I said, you know, after Friday, after they got finished doing their X-rays and they looked inside, you know, different spots and stuff like that, he doesn't have anything serious going on. So really think for that, he just had that, you know, the toe issue. So the toe is gone, uh, literally and figuratively, it's gone. And now we just trying to, you know, get back into the groove of our workouts and things like that. Because before he actually got uh, hurt, we were uh, killing man, it when in I so many you, areas of life. Man, we when I tell you, it, like, it was, it was wake up, you know, go through we were the routine, on it with our health workout. stuff. We were on it with our financial stuff. Like we were just on a, it. You bought a juicer. Oh um, yeah, we started. Um, we, were having, we were drinking celery juice. We were, celery like, juice we were literally, and you started to see the difference and feel the difference. I saw it on you. You saw it on me. Even in our mental, and we celery, felt so and, different. And, and celery juice is. Let's just say. It depends on where you get it. If you buy it from a grocery store, oftentimes it tastes pickly. It tastes like mm-hmm. pickles, like a sour, like pickly kind of taste. Sam didn't like. If you, if you remember you the Suja bottle that I got you, and you yeah, almost, like spit it yeah, out. Yeah, that tastes like pickles. So <laughs> I had to kind of get used to it. And then you got places like uh, Creation out here in LA. In LA, in LA which yeah. have like like healthy juice place spots and stuff like that, which they make it and it's it's a little better. But I will say that we got one thing of celery juice from Erewhon. And All right, man, guys, can we talk about Erewhon? It tasted second? like shit. If you're not familiar with LA, there's a, I don't know how else to put it. It is an extremely expensive grocery store that with I, like upscale that, health products. That I dislike more too. It's, it's usually pretty small. There's like a funny reel on Instagram that somebody sent me where you're li- like these two guys, these two people were making fun of how small it is, how things are costing an arm in LA. And... Yeah, it is just you're barely basically it, walking on top of one another. It, it, it's so small. Let's put it this way: I don't, Most I, I don't like the grocery store at all. It, it's too expensive and it's too cramped and it's too, it's too <laughs> like 
ho, 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 look at me type of thing. You know what I mean? I got money, I'm shopping at this place. So me, I don't like the grocery store at all because it's like, Everybody's all on top of each other, and you can't even get two carts down no, the same aisle. No, you can't. Pile. There's no point like in getting I, a like, cart. Like, if I'm going this way, and you're coming this way, and we both have carts, it's, there's no For way that me and you can go down the aisle and not get For our audio listeners, it's like if you have, like, a one-lane one street, one lane going each way. That's what it's like. You can't get by one That's another. what it's like. Um, and it's, and, and but so, one day, like, I, we were in there grabbing something else, and I picked up a celery juice, and Sam just kind of looked at me, he's like... You would get this celery juice. He's like, you want to try it? I'm like, it's not even for me. She I had to try it. no, I had mine at home that day. We were out, it. and I needed to make sure he had it because we think it might also help with some of the things that Sam's been like, you know, just kind of dealing with for a while now. With in terms of like, I'm not, I'm not an Air One fan. I like Whole Foods. I do like Whole Foods. And it depends on the Whole Foods it is because some Whole Foods are really small and cramped, like Air One. But Whole Foods, I feel like they have a decent, they have decent quality of products. And the, the quality of the food there is is pretty good. And it doesn't feel like, it feels like you're going in there to buy healthy things. Not like there's this air of like arrogance with every single person that walks through the front door. I, the, I gotta add, I have not always had the most pleasant experiences walking into those Air One stores in terms of employees and other customers. Yeah, it's really weird when it's employees because like you work here, so what is you know? But like, it's your job to be nice. Yeah. But you know, um, since customers. So wait, the celery juice tasted really bad from there. Like I almost that, gagged. That celery remember? juice tasted like eating grass. It almost tasted like wheatgrass. But Which, yeah. But our juicer at home is incredible because we made celery juice in our juicer at home. Which is way more cost effective, but right? I got this and it really tastes like good, celery milk. Really almost. good. It depends. Um, so I've been going to Trader Joe's to get the celery juice, and that's been really good. I'm gonna have to link that juicer for you guys because I got it off of Amazon, and I think that I did so much research. There was times where I just couldn't sleep at night randomly, so I'm like, oh, well, might as well research a juicer. And yeah, we did. And you I got a really, really good, good one. It's the first so one good that you for got for the price point, even. The first one that you got. I'm tell them about the first one. So the first one was kind of like. Um, it was like small mini mm -hmm. and i thought you know it's two of us we don't really need a, a huge one it'll be fine you know so it, it i was standing up there juicing for two people sometimes like 30 plus minutes because it would things would get stuck in it yeah and then i'd have to take it apart take the whole thing apart empty it out and then do it again yeah and i was really thinking i was doing something but i was really just wasting time and so then we got the new juicer and so it's a ten dollar difference it's too, fast it's efficient and it's cold press it's cold press but um, you know the the whole episode that turned out to be about celery juice, but the point no, of it was, not, we, not we joking. About okay. I think the point of it was we were really on a roll of taking care of ourselves, and um, we didn't, as usual, with like the unexpected happened, and we didn't, we weren't ready for it. If I'm just being honest, yeah. and it really knocked me on my ass. And I don't want to speak for you, but um, I think I was talking to a friend the other day about what it is that I've kind of learned from being around our dog Birdie. And I thought about how when he lost this toe, he didn't miss a beat and he went right back to life. And I thought, look at the difference between animals and humans because I haven't stopped crying about him. And he's so concerned with the right here and the right now and the present moment that he's not even thinking about what he's lost. I don't lost. even think he knows he's gone, really, because he, he really hasn't paid attention to it at all. Right. And even a doctor was telling me that they balance themselves on the middle, the middle. two um, paws, or the middle two toes, as opposed to the ones on the out, outside, so. And do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, so Sam's kind of always made fun of me because my fear has always been around 
losing my dog or anything happening, God forbid, to my dog. Mm -hmm. He always makes fun of me because he's like, there's nothing wrong with him. You need to be more present and live in the moment. Right. But the truth is, and I think maybe this could help somebody out there. I, we were literally parked in a Wendy's parking lot when we got that call and I, I broke down crying. Like I fell on the ground in this parking lot and I didn't know how to be there for you because I didn't even know how to be there for me in that moment. Yeah. I had no idea and it sucked so bad because you're kind of numb and you're having almost like an out of body experience because you don't know what the right protocol is of what you should do next. What should you say? What should you prepare for? What should you do? And yeah. the whole time I'm also feeling terrible because I'm like, I know I'm not the only one feeling this sadness. Sam's also feeling it. And I just don't even know how to be here for you right now. Uh, I, I think, I don't think that, you know, I think using that terminology about being there for somebody and stuff like that, I think it's, it's something that is a little bit overblown in the sense that, like, we all human beings, we all go through a variety of different emotions and different things that we go through. You, in life, unfortunately, you're gonna have, I mean, you're gonna have the good times and you're gonna have the bad times. And sometimes when the bad times happen, you if you don't even know how to be there for yourself, there, there is really no, oh, well, how can I show up for you? Like, it, it's human to have something traumatic happen and not know what to do. Yeah. That, that's the human it's emotion of it. And, and I don't want to over, I don't want to oversaturate the whole, well, you know, I don't know how to show up and this and that. And there's nothing to show up for. This is but you know what a is traumatic too? We experience. We don't talk about this enough. And you got to experience it. So much of a lot of heavy burdens, emotional too, in relationships can fall on men's shoulders because you were like jumping into action to make sure he was getting what he needed. And then you were there to try and be there for me as well. And that's also why, like, and I kept saying to Sam a few days even after, I was like, are you okay? Do you need anything? If you we, want to talk we, about it. We checked on each other a lot. Yeah, I just, I was like, I'm here for you, you know? And um, it was just, um, one of the other interesting parts of this whole thing too that really stood out to me that I remember was, I remember just waking up in the middle of the night and crying as we're waiting on the results of the radiologist test that they sent off. And I remember thinking, what is the point of so much of the things that we chase? Because in that moment where somebody you love, you think you're either about to lose them or they're about to suffer through something, you're really sitting there wondering. I said to Sam, like, what what goals matter in this moment to me? And nothing matters. Like, I just want to be there for him. I want to, you know, try to make sure he's comfortable, right? Yeah. And then Sam did say at one point, you said, I know, I get it. And then eventually you said, even though Birdie's like a dog, his role is to protect you. So he'd want you to do what it is that makes you happy and move forward. And that's the thing too. We don't talk about this enough. I get messages all the time from people who ask me about not having relationships or losing loved ones, etc. whether literally or like, you know, metaphorically. And I always say like, it's, that's the kind of stuff that matters the most, but it's also about finding ways to keep moving forward and finding ways to find joy again in life. And I know that it can be so challenging because I feel like I've had to do it like way too many times and I'd like to admit where I'm kind of like starting over or pressing like the restart button on yeah, but that's like That's life in a nutshell. It's, yeah. it's all starting over. It's all not giving up. It's all pivoting. It's all yeah. trying again. It's all adjusting. It's this life is a fluid, it's a fluid thing. And there are no concrete answers. Yeah. The only, the only concrete answer is forward. That's right. it. That's the only concrete answer. Everything else, all of these, all of these sayings and these quotes and this, this and that. 
that stuff's cool until bad things happen and that's then the I quote's not mean. enough anymore. Yeah, that's what so, I was thinking. So for me, it's, it really is it really is about like in that moment, uh, you know, just giving yourself this the ability to be a human being because that's what you are. You're a human being. Being a human being in that moment and then dealing with things, dealing with the emotions and yeah. stuff like that and then moving forward. But there is no there is no right or wrong answer. Everybody has, you know, a, a different answer in their mind that they think is going to be able to give them, you know, whatever kind of peace that they're looking for. Or, you know, sometimes they think they can't find any peace. But there is no right or wrong answer. It's just, you know, it's it's about going through the flow of life and, and really allowing yourself to feel these different moments. If you look before he got injured and stuff, even with us in terms of working out, like it was a constant thing of just being like, okay, every day, every day. Even every when we day, didn't feel time, like it, time. just do it. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, we got, uh, obviously we got other responsibilities and stuff to take care of. But for me, I, I don't want to sit back and then let another period of time go by and be like, well, I could have did this. I could have did that. It's really just about like, okay, what can we do now and how can we adjust? And and that's, that's all there, there is to, you know, how it is we continue to attack. The workouts are really hard, though. I will say that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we started off. We, started so we off. do our Peloton workouts with our favorite instructor, um, Adrian Williams. If you're on Peloton, you got to follow. You don't, don't give them all my secrets. <laughs> no, you have to do Adrian Williams workouts if you're on Peloton. Don't give like them all there, my he's he's amazing. <laughs> he really kicks your ass. Uh, so he laughs while doing it. I want to kind of talk more about, much less about the instructor, much more about like. How we tried to structure it at first and we started off with like five minute oh, workouts at first which is something that can be a little challenging for you because you like to just jump head first into things that's my personality but, that's, but that but, but that it's not is, me in trouble yes it's because, not me injured because when you don't do it when you don't take the necessary steps to get there you build up you get injured and it's the same thing if you're trying to build something on social media or if you got something that you're trying to create whether it be a business or even sitting down making a painting or whatever whatever it is that you're doing it starts like this not like here to all the way to hell over here so we started off with the five minute workouts one week then we went to 10 minute workouts then we progressed to 20 minute workouts now we're working out um about an hour um every day and there's so much you know to it but it really was a build-up and i don't know about you but after me after we do the hour-long workouts I almost feel like I have like a head high. No, so do I. And I feel, I I know it sounds cliche, but I feel so much more energetic and empowered after the workouts because I just did this hard ass workout with these heavy weights and I did it. You know what I mean? Like I started something and I finished it and it gives me this indescribable feeling, which I really enjoyed. And Sam and I, we didn't, we're not people that like worked out together. Like that wasn't really a thing. He would do his thing. I would do mine. But it's been like a nice pace to be working out with Sam because there are times where I'm about to put the weight down because it's too heavy and I can't get another rep in. And he'll he'll literally just motivate me and be like, hey, you can do it. I'm not going to let you quit. Or, you know, if I see that he, I mean, I don't think I need to motivate you. You're obviously stronger than I am physically, um, probably mentally too. But I'm like, oh, okay, let me like, let's do this workout or let me go do this. And then I'll just like see he needs like, a body armor or something to help him keep going. I'll run and just try to keep out of his way, and you know. The, the what I'm what I'm focused on too, and it is like, I think for me the lesson I'm 
you know, continuing to grasp onto. Obviously, I've known this lesson for a while, but it's just a lesson I'm continuing to grasp onto with the workouts is that, like, it doesn't matter how great you want to be or think that you are at different things in life. You can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. When I'm working out, I got a lot of other things that I want to be building and creating, whether it be from a social media standpoint or animation standpoint, blah, blah, blah. But when I'm doing that workout, I can only be there in that moment yeah. doing that one thing. Yeah. And I think that that is something that plagued me early on in my early 20s. And it's something that now, because I have a better grasp on it now, it's allowing me to find more peace when it comes to the, to the goals that I'm trying to attack on a day-to-day -day basis. Because I know that I cannot be everywhere at all times. And that's, and that's, you know, this part of the reality that I'm facing that's helping me to be able to do more what I want and to, to learn more about what it is that I'm doing and be more intentional with it. We talked about that a lot. And that's something that I really want us to both focus on is intentionality. It's great that we try to do a lot of different things. Yeah. It's great that we are kind of breaking down that wall of fear and really going into a mindset of being like, I'm just going to do this stuff on social media. I don't care how this looks about that's great. Right. But there ha you have to get to a point where from one thing to the next, you're improving, you're improving and, and you're paying attention to the fine details. So that way you don't have to look at, all this work that you did and be like, oh man, I didn't go that far. Well, were you looking at from piece to piece, everything that you did, how can I make this better? How can I improve? If you're not looking at it like that, why are you doing it? Like for instance, with me and my YouTube channel, I haven't posted in two months. It's not because I just don't want to post or because I'm lazy or this and that. I'm trying to figure out how to make better stuff, mm -hmm. stuff that people are actually interested in. And the only was, way, the only way to get there which is was, to pay attention to Which was also the a big part of why we took a break because we wanted to really be intentional even with the podcast. Yeah. And we wanted to give you, the listener, more of what it is that you could take away with you, which would make, make it worthwhile. I know there's so many pieces of content out there that you could be consuming over ours. And the fact that you took time to listen to anything that we've said or put out or watch it means so much to me that it was important that Sam and I kind of do the research and really give you guys something of value and something that's worth your time. We, we should be, let's put it this way, from podcast to podcast, we should be getting better. That's how it's supposed to be. It's, yes, social media is a form, is a platform where you can put your own stuff out. And you can basically kind of craft your own narrative and, and, and garner a following. But at the same time, while it is a place of self-expression, it's also a place of competitive self-expression in terms of you really competing with yourself on how far and how fast you want to grow. And that depends on whether or not you give a damn <clears throat> what kind of content you're making, how you're making it. What does the algorithm look like? Are you looking at the goddamn analytics? Are you paying attention to retention rates? All of these things matter. All of these things matter. And I know some of this shit's confusing. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. But it matters. So for the people out there that are that may not feel like they haven't gone far enough and, oh, I tried to do this on social media, it didn't work, and oh, blah, blah, blah. Have, ask yourself, how much time have I put into putting something out and then after I put something out, 
understanding why it didn't do a certain thing, understanding why I didn't get a certain result, understanding why certain people are at where they're at. All of those things matter. And for me, whether it be my YouTube channel, whether it be in the animation stuff I'm trying to create, whether it be this podcast, for me, it matters. Yeah. So maybe I don't post every day, four times a day, this or that. But when I do post, I'm trying to get better from one to the next. I want to make stuff that you want to continue to watch, yeah. not something that you'll watch and then move on to the next thing. Because the truth of the matter is, is us as podcasters, regardless of what we're doing, we are not in competition. Like we're in competition with people's attention spans mm -hmm. and YouTube. Sorry for the uh, loud sound. YouTube and Netflix and Hulu, all of these platforms are competing. All of them, TikTok. Like this, this is why it's so important to focus on growth. A big part of also why when we first started, we kept the podcast under a certain time limit because we know how busy people's lives get. We know how much mm -hmm. responsibility everybody has from day to day. Yeah. And we, we don't want to take up too much of your time. And I also think that you don't need to talk for hours and hours and hours to, you know, kind of share whatever it is that you need to share yeah. and still kind of hopefully have someone have a takeaway for it. You this know? is a, this one was a little bit different because it is a catch up episode. It's been a yeah. couple months. It's been a while. But, you know, I think that for us, like, like I said, it's something that I really want us to focus on as we yeah. move forward mm -hmm. is not just, oh, well, it's Wednesday, so we put a podcast out. Is this podcast better than the last one? Mm -hmm. What do the analytics say about this podcast? You but know, where, where can we pick it up in certain spots to make it more entertaining for the, the type of audience that wants to come and watch this? Yeah, so what, Important. what is it that you want to hear, yeah. basically? So, as always, I'm open to suggestions, and please shoot me a message. I love hearing from all of you. And if there's anything that you'd like to hear us discuss or talk about, we'd be so happy to touch on certain topics. Um, I know the cultural stuff is really popular um but yeah we're open to all of it so yeah absolutely did you want to share anything else we'll be back uh yeah no not really i mean i think there's, there's pretty much sums up everything that we've been kind of dealing with and going through and where we're trying to go with the podcast we appreciate everybody's support out there that continues to come and watch and listen to it uh you guys are important to the, the growth of this thing and um you know we'll, we'll keep trying to do our best from episode to episode. Yeah, we just, uh, the goal for me was to try to show up as authentically as possible and touch on things that are otherwise taboo to talk about. And I think I think that we've, we've done that at least, and I want to continue to build upon that for all of you. So Absolutely. we'll end it here. And as always, we are both wishing you well on your journey. We'll see you next time.